Hey there, folks. Welcome to episode 12 of A Pebble in a Pond. Oh boy, this is going to be a rough one. I know it's going to be a rough one because I've um, I've tried to record this now. Well, this will be the fourth time. Uh, I haven't really been able to get through different parts of this, and so I've just decided to re-record the whole thing because um, it's a it's a tough uh, tough concept. Today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And more so than any of the other topics, this is one that is going to probably hit home for most people. Um, I don't, there's no easy way to get through it. There's no easy way to uh, work on it. And there's really not an easy way to um, hold it near in your heart if, if you either are somebody that can forgive or you're somebody that can't, and um, most people can, most people can, but there are a lot of people out there that just don't have it in them to forgive. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and we're going to start the music right away, as soon as I tell you, <laughs> as soon as I finish telling you what we're going to do, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just start with some quotes, and I'm not going to I'm not just going to have one quote and talk about it. I'm going to go ahead and talk about a couple of quotes because forgiveness is something that transcends everything, really. Um, You're talking about ideas and concepts that um, are so deep and so difficult for so many people that um, I feel like we should give the voices of our past a little bit more um, respect and a little bit uh, more appreciation uh, on this episode because they're going to say things in ways that I can't say them. Um, probably, at least right now, uh, without just you just hearing uh, a bearded man cry for an hour. So we don't want to do that. So instead we're going to talk about a couple of quotes. We're going to get into those a little bit and we're just going to go from there. I can't tell you how difficult this topic is for me and how much it, um, it hurts at a certain level to discuss it. That is why I wanted to make this episode and that is why we will get into, I will discuss some personal things. So if that makes you uncomfortable, I apologize for that. But I think that it's important, um, for people to understand and for people to see a real example of what forgiveness is, how it works, uh, how how a lot of people can get through it in their minds, and the power, the transformational power that it holds. So, without further ado, let me go ahead and play the song. When I was uh, thinking about doing this episode, I had a couple other ideas in mind for a couple other topics, and uh, 
I was trying as hard as I could to give myself a reason to do those other topics. I really wanted to avoid this one for as long as I could to try to give myself a chance to really, you know, work through some of the issues that I have and, you know, put myself in a place where I'd be better off talking about this. But then as I thought about it and I really got to, uh, I don't want to, maybe an understanding of where I am, I just, uh, I just figured I would record this episode for, I guess, so that someday I can go back and I can listen to it, or maybe somebody else can listen to it, and and I guess see a point in time where uh, you know how I've changed and how I've you know kind of a kind of a benchmark, and uh, so I, I'm I'm approaching this episode like I said I've I've tried to record it a few times now, um, I've had different segments work out and and I liked it but then it just didn't fit with the other stuff I was trying to do so this one I'm I'm going to kind of peel the veil back a little bit uh before we get too far into this and I'm going to tell you that I'm basically recording this all in one shot I'm not doing as many edits I'm not gonna do segments really I'm just gonna basically talk and see what happens um the reason there's it's a kind of a twofold reason one because I wasn't able to get through it um, without crying and being extremely emotional the other way. And this way, at least, it'll be more organic and I'll I'll have to uh, work through it in real time. And also, uh, I'm really looking to maybe record episodes live instead of recording them and posting them. I'm thinking that maybe I will... I'll start recording them like during a TikTok live or, you know, whatever, whatever social media I can do it on. Uh, and I'll just do the episode live like that so that people can actually take part in the conversation. I had originally planned on, on having guests and things like that. And I probably will still do that. Um, I just have to get uh, scheduling issues worked out and things like that. And I have to come up with some topics that people really want to talk about with me. But um, for now, uh, my, I think my goal will be to try to do more episodes in, in this manner where I'm, I'm studying throughout the week. I'm, I'm learning about the topics. I'm, I'm starting, you know, I'm starting to feel comfortable with them. And then when I go in to record the episode, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna have it be more of a stream of consciousness kind of thing instead of, a you know, me kind of building a, an episode. Anyway. I just thought I'd, I'd touch on that before we dive too deep into this um, for two reasons. One, because I think it needs to be said, and two, because it kind of postpones the pain. Um, anyway, uh, first quote I wanted to get to was one that I, I read, um, I don't even know. Uh, I, I will, I'll say this, I, I've, for those of you that have listened to the TikToks and, or the seen in the TikTok channel and uh those of you that have listened to other episodes, you probably know that I've always um, been a collector of different quotes and things like that. And and really, there are very few people more quotable than Mark Twain. However, um, this is a quote that I read, I don't even know, I was probably 13 or 14. And I really had no idea what it meant. And I, you know, it was one of those things that I, I'd read it and I kind of just overlooked it. And then as time went on and I lived life, um, it hit me harder and harder every time I saw it. And um, 
Anyway, uh, Mark Twain once said, uh, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. That's, that's painful to read because it's so damn true. It is so damn true. You know, you think about, you think about what it takes for you, you to get to the point of forgiveness, what it, the pain that you have to endure. I mean, we all go through little things, right? Every, we all, we all have, uh, you know, little dealings with people where they're disrespectful or whatever it may be. And these are kind of, they are big, but at the same time, they're kind of small. Like they're just slights. You're not, you're not as, you know, they, they're not, they're not soul shattering, but so there's not really as much of a, of a need for this movement towards forgiveness for that. But when somebody really, really hurts you, when someone betrays you, when someone lies to you, when someone, you know, does the things that, that people do, and it, it leaves you stunned, your world is shattered, it's, it's nigh impossible when you're feeling that pain to truly forgive. But when you do, it doesn't, like, you're never going to be in a good state. Like, forgiveness doesn't come from you being healed. Forgiveness is how you become healed. And so, with that quote, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. That's very representative of what it is like to really try to forgive someone when they've hurt you. You, you, you're crushed. You're, it destroys you. And oftentimes the only way to feel whole again or to work your way back there is through forgiveness. You have to be able to let go of the anger and even hatred that you can feel towards somebody when they've hurt you and try to find a way towards love and understanding and a lot of forgiveness before we get to the next quote I wanted to say this uh, a lot of forgiveness comes from perspective and understanding how someone could do something like that to you um, you really have to understand it from their perspective and oftentimes especially in today's world that is very very difficult for people perspective is not easy for people to appreciate and understand and oftentimes, I think social media has a lot to do with this, but I, oftentimes people feel the need to um, kind of put their own, their own prejudices, their own biases on hypotheticals. You know, we tend to want to think about how we would do it if we were in that position and not how the person would do it because they're in that position, right? Like we have a hard time putting ourselves in somebody else's shoes. We always think about just the fact that we're in their shoes and not the the miles they've walked, if that makes sense to people. You know, it's important to understand people's perspective, how they've arrived where they are. And then while each of us may have chosen a different path that would have led us away from hurting someone, you have to be able to kind of chart that path and say, oh, I see how you got there. I don't agree with it, but I see how you got there. And because I understand how you got there, I can forgive you. The next quote that I wanted to use, or I wanted to share, I should say, 
is um, by Maya Angelou. And she said, one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. Forgive everybody. And I think that, I mean, it, it really doesn't get more powerful than that or more honest. It's important as we go through and talk about forgiveness that there's an understanding of what exactly forgiveness is. And this quote really does lead me to that. Forgiveness is is thought of as uh, something you give to others. You are you are giving it as a gift, and it can be. It is to a certain degree. It is, but forgiveness is usually for yourself. You forgive when you've been hurt. Now, the the act of forgiveness is giving someone a gift. It's giving someone. It's basically saying you no longer owe me for this. You you are nullifying a debt. That's what forgiveness really is. You are saying to somebody, you hurt me or you did this or you did whatever and because of that, I am now you are now indebted to me in some way. You either owe me, you know, a, an apology, you owe me whatever it may be. And when you forgive, you're saying, you know what, don't worry about it. This one's on the house. And that's really what forgiveness is. But but the reason that you forgive is not necessarily to make somebody else feel better. And that's important to understand. Forgiveness is never going to remove shame. It's never going to take away the regret that somebody feels for hurting you. It's never going to... It, you're, you can't shrieve someone of their sins through forgiveness. So what is the purpose of it? It's for you. It's for the person that does the forgiving. There's there's numerous studies, plenty of medical literature out there, lots of studies that have been done that show that people that are able to forgive, legitimately forgive, to let go of uh, hatred or anger or whatever it may be, are are actually physically better. Like you don't have as much heart disease. You don't have as much, you know, any of the other things that come with anxiety and, and stress, you're able to let go of that. It literally makes you healthier to forgive people. That's a scientific fact. That's not me extrapolating some, you know, fly by night, uh, study that's literally been done over and over again. But, but how do we do it? How do we just let go of those grudges, of those, of that pain, of the wounds that people cause you. How do you let go of that? Well, it takes time and it takes uh, conscious effort. It takes understanding. It takes, like I said, an understanding, of not just of yourself, but of their perspective. And that's really key. That is a really important part is understanding perspective. It is always important to remember that way, the way people see the world defines their reality. And the way I, so the way I see things and the way you see things are very, very different. Your reality is defined by the way, by your perspective, as is mine. When somebody comes along and they hurt you, it changes your reality. And it, here's, here's something that, that I think 
most people can agree with on this is is that oftentimes the the people that you need to forgive are the people that you trusted the most they're the people that you relied on they're the people that you loved and they come along and they do or they say something that wounds you deeply what what is important to understand there is the way that that shatters your entire worldview it shatters your reality you thought this person was everything you thought they were perfect and to a certain degree, right? You knew they weren't, you, know, you knew about their, but you thought you could trust them. And then they come along and they do or say something. And it, it, it literally will shatter, not just the reality that you knew, understanding all of the past, the like basically since you found out about the betrayal or the lie or whatever it is, that the, the horrible thing they said. Um, but then the future, like you, it changes the way that you view them from that point on. It changes everything about the dynamic. And so when you think about that, you have to understand that to forgive is to not just say, hey, don't worry about it. Hey, I, I got this one. This, this one's on the house. It's not just to say that. It's to say, I am letting go of these feelings. I'm letting go of it. I, I'm not going to carry this burden anymore. I, I'm better than this, and I deserve better than this. Forgiveness isn't just about giving yourself a gift, as Maya Angelou said. It is one of the greatest gifts that you can ever give yourself. It is. It truly is. It's about understanding who you are and appreciating your own self-worth, your own value, and knowing that if someone hurts you, if someone has come along and caused you that pain that is going to haunt you, and linger with you and stay with you for days or weeks or months or years or a lifetime that they did it because they were not on your level they were not you had raised them up and put them in a position where they could do that to you and once they've done it you understand that they're no longer they no longer deserve to be in that position that doesn't mean that you hate them. That doesn't mean that you think less of them necessarily. It just means that you have to remove them from the pedestal you put them on. And so when you think about what Maya Angelou said here, you're giving yourself a gift of true, in, I don't want to say enlightenment, but a true understanding of, the, of a, a shared reality. And I think that kind of is, is, the, is the, the defining thing there, right? Like, if somebody does something that hurts you, if somebody does something that causes you pain, we I think we all kind of understand, you know, there's therapy is is rampant enough and people have a better understanding of the way people work for the most part. So you understand that this is somebody that's hurt, you know, this the the phrase hurt people hurt people. So you understand that if somebody lies to you, if somebody hurts you, if somebody does something horrible to you that requires forgiveness then you know that they're coming from a place of pain. They're coming from a place of insecurity. They're coming from a place of... And that allows you, understanding that allows you to kind of pull, put them down a peg in your life. It gives you true understanding. You can then say, I see why you did that. I see why you've done this. You are not a healed, healthy person. You hurt me because you, you know, maybe you didn't even know you were doing it. Maybe you had no idea. And... 
that allows you, you know, once you have that perspective, that allows you to give yourself the gift of a better understanding. You, you forgive so that you can feel as if, you, you know, you, I, I hate to say it that way. I, I don't want to say it that way. You forgive so that you can move on with your life. You don't have to leave them behind. You just have to understand their place in your life has changed. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Another quote that I found that I really, really love um, is by a psychologist named Thomas Saz. Uh, he's actually re- very well known, so if you know anything about psychology and know the history of it, uh, you would know the name. Um, he has he has a lot. He said a lot, but one of his one of his quotes that I I just absolutely love on this topic is um, the stupid neither forgive nor forget, the naive forgive and forget, the wise forgive, but do not forget. And I really really wanted to make sure I got this in here because it's important to understand that this episode is about forgiveness. It's not about being an idiot. It is really, really important to understand. And then the reason why I followed the, this quote after the Maya Angelou quote is it's really important to understand, once again, forgiveness is a gift for yourself. It is, it is not a selfish act, but it is a, a gift for yourself. You are doing it to allow yourself to move on, to allow yourself true understanding of a situation, to, to, to almost force a perspective for yourself. And because of that, you cannot forget what these people have done to you, what this person has, how this person has hurt you. You cannot forget that. You must understand the people that come into your life and cause this kind of pain because that's how you learn and that's how you grow. Pain is a teaching tool and that, that's just the way of the world. We learn through failure and pain. And because of that, when someone deceives you, when someone hurts you, you must then never forget what they've done. You can forgive them. You can move past it. You can say, you know what? Don't worry about it. But you should always be wary of it. And not only that, but it it allows you, it opens up the door for you to then, and this is important, especially for the podcast, um, it allows you then to uh, a, a door to say, okay, well, why did you do that? And how can we make it so you're not like that anymore? How can we make it so that this is a wound that is healed? How can we do, how can we look at this and say, you know what, you did this because of whatever, you know, underlying issues. So let's work on those issues so that you and I don't have to have this anymore. I don't, I can then begin to trust you again. But until that happens, that trust can't be there, right? You can't forget what they've done. For Forgiving and forgetting while they often are said together. Like that quote says, the stupid neither forgive nor forget and the naive forgive and forget. It is, it is asinine to hold on to pain and anguish and anger and hatred when it's only poisoning yourself. There's just no reason to do that. But it's also really, really, really damn dumb to forgive somebody and just allow them to continue to hurt you because you've for, forgiven and forgotten. You cannot do that. You must remember and you must act accordingly. Forgiveness doesn't mean being a dipshit. 
It means understanding why. And that's why I said perspective is so important. A lot of times when you hear people talk about forgiveness, they, they tend to leave out the fact that perspective is so important. You know, you really must understand how somebody arrives at the ability to hurt someone. I, I, I see on social media all the time, I see people say, you know, there's, it, it makes you better when you understand, you know, when somebody hurts you and things like that, it makes you better because you know that you could never do that to someone. And that's fine. That's true. That's absolutely true. It does put you in a position where you, not, not, in a, not so that you can say, well, I'm better than you, but you can say, well, I, make, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt somebody like that. And a lot of us can say that. A lot of us can say, I would never do these things to somebody. I would never hurt somebody like that. I would never lie to somebody or I would never. And that puts you in a position where there is a bit of, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word superiority, but yeah, I mean, we are defined by our choices. We are defined by the things we do and to a lesser degree, the things we say. And if you live your life where you're not hurting people and you're not lying to people and you're, you, you don't have to seek forgiveness often, then yeah, you are living a better life. You are living a, a, as a better person and you should, you should be treated thusly and you should be, and, and when I say treated thusly, I mean by yourself, you know, you are, you are, you are approaching life and, and making decisions from a better place. A, a, a more whole and healed and healthy and loving place. Does that mean that you should sit in judgment of other people? Absolutely not. But it means that you certainly can say, I see this. I see the truth of this. I understand the positioning of it. I understand the perspectives involved. And because of that, I can then help somebody through it. I think that that's really important. I think that forgiveness leads to an understanding that allows you to help somebody heal. Which leads to my next quote. And you'll often hear me quote Bruce Lee because this is, um, he's one of my most influential people uh, in my life. Um, but Bruce Lee once said, mistakes are always forgivable if one has the courage to admit them. And that's, that's why I said that leads to this is because forgiveness is only something that can be done with a certain level of contrition. People have to admit that they made a mistake. People have to understand that there was wrongdoing. People have to know that it was, you know, it, that their actions caused pain. And then they have to say, I didn't want to cause pain. How can I, you know, how can I correct that? And then you can offer forgiveness. It's difficult to offer forgiveness when you know that somebody hurt you on purpose. That is the most difficult form of forgiveness and one that I honestly don't know how you do that. I wish I could tell you in this podcast. I don't know. I don't know how you move past a conscious decision to hurt somebody. I really don't. But let me be clear. It's... We'll use a we'll use a hypothetical for this because I, I I don't really know anybody in this position but, um, let's say a a husband cheats on a wife. Uh, and you know it's a full cheating, not just an emotional thing. Uh, like it's a full you know he goes and has an affair with, maybe he does it multiple times. It's important to understand that while 
what he has done is horrible and wrong and has hurt, caused hurt and pain, it is, it is feasible for, for that man to then say, I, I didn't mean to hurt you. And, and the reason why that's feasible, even though obviously there's multiple things that he did along the way, the lies, the, the actual act of the cheating, like everything that goes with it, every single moment was a choice that he made to do that. He cheated hundreds of times to just to do the one like actual cheating, you know, just so it's important to understand that like he had all of these opportunities to kind of change his ways, if you will. And he, he didn't, but he obviously wasn't in his right mind. Now that's not to say that, you know, I'm not saying that any, I'm not defending him and I'm not, but it is easy to understand where forgiveness could come from there. You know, he could say, you know, and you'll hear this a lot in like couples counseling and stuff. You'll hear one partner or the other say, well, I wasn't getting fulfilled. I wasn't getting this. I wasn't, I needed to find this and you weren't giving it to me. And so then you get into that situation where, okay, now that we, now that it's on the table, because we lacked the communication necessary to work through this before it's on the table. Now, do you feel bad for what you've done? If the person says no, then it's, it's over. There's nothing more to do. There's, you can't, you can't work with that anymore. They are, they are unrepentant and therefore they need to move on. But if someone says, I, yes, I'm sorry. I did not, I did not mean to hurt you. I was desperate. I needed, I needed to feel love. I needed to feel comfort. I needed to feel whatever it may be. And I didn't know how to ask you for it. So I went somewhere else. It's easy to understand where forgiveness could come there. It would be hard. It would, it's, it's supposed to be hard and, and it's not something that comes easily, but it starts with having the courage to admit that you were wrong. It starts with understanding that there's going to be a certain amount of contrition that comes with that forgiveness. That's the price you pay for the gift that is given. And, you know, people say, well, it's a gift. You don't pay for it. But unfortunately, that's just not the way it works. There is a price to be paid for some gifts. And, and in this case, forgiveness is an, one of the ultimate gifts you can give, not just for, the, for yourself, but for them as well. It allows relationships to move forward. It allows, and that's any relationship, not just a romantic one. Friendships are allowed to move forward through forgiveness. Uh, parents and children move forward through forgiveness. And that's important. That's an important one. And what makes it important is it also leads to, I think my last quote for, at least for this segment, is by Oscar Wilde. And he... <laughs> This one, this is where I'm going to start to get a little emotional, so forgive me. He said, Children begin by loving their parents. After a time, they judge them. Rarely, if ever, do they forgive them. <laughs> that one hits really, really hard. That one is, is crushing for me. And like I said, this is where I'm going to start to get emotional. This... This quote is stunningly accurate in a way that uh, a poet, maybe only a poet, could really, could really hit it on the head like this. Children begin by loving their parents. After a time, they judge them. Rarely, if ever, do they forgive them. Well, if you've been paying attention to any of these, then you'll know that 
you know, I, I have issues with my father. And that's, that's really the personal thing that I wanted to talk about here. I have a couple other instances of forgiveness that I could talk about. And those that know me or that have listened to my uh, TikToks or other episodes, they know that there's, you know, situations where I, I, I have forgiveness to offer or I have offered to people. And I could talk about those. But I think that my dad is, is one that uh, I can touch on. And um, it, it's not... It's not as emotional, not because I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's just not uh, as fresh of a wound. And uh, so it's easier for me to talk about. So if you don't know, I'm going to give a quick update or I guess rundown, not update. There's no update. Um, A quick rundown of what exactly happened between me and my father. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I want to just get through this. But uh, basically at one point in time, my father and I had a, had a bit of a misunderstanding. Um, I had asked him for some help, um, uh, financial help with, um, a store with the store that I ran. Uh, we were, we were failing pretty, pretty successfully. We were successfully failing and, um, we, I needed help. I needed help to pay rent and things like that. And, and my dad at the time was, was doing pretty well. He, He had some money and, and I knew that asking him for it was difficult. He never enjoyed you know, being asked for money, but I didn't have much of a choice. Uh, I was, I was desperate to keep my, my business open. And so I asked him and he very disrespectfully declined and told me that he didn't ever really believe that I should have done this and that I shouldn't have been in business and that I should have, I should have cashed in a long time ago. I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have gone into business with my friend. I shouldn't have. There was all sorts of, there was, you know, a laundry list of things that I had done wrong. And he just felt the need in that moment, my moment of need to unload that on me. And so my, my initial response was not to him necessarily, but in my own mind was, wow, that really sucks. That really hurts. Like that's, it's not right. Like to feel, I shouldn't feel like, like I've been given up on by my own father. And I'm sure there's, you know, everybody has that feeling at some point in time where they feel like their father doesn't support them or their mother doesn't support them. But, but this was like a, this was like a confirmation of that lack of support. And so I started to think about the pain that I was in. And this, this happened years and years ago. Like we're, we're talking, it's been, I don't know, close to 15 years now. Well, probably 12 years now. Um, but I started to think about the pain that I was going through at that point in time, the pain that I felt reading his words and understanding. Uh, that's the other thing. This was through emails. So um, I, I felt that pain, you know, reading his words and trying to wrap my head around how somebody could say that. How could how could he choose that point to, to drop all of that on me? And so I... In that moment, I, you know, I, I returned an email to him that basically just said, you know, you, he, he's someone who, and this is, I'm not being inaccurate in saying this. He's someone who has kind of gone through his life, just hurting people. Um, he's been very selfish throughout his life and he has made a lot of decisions that hurt people in my family, my mother, uh, and you know, my dad, my dad had girlfriends and things like that. And he hurt them too. And in doing so, he hurt like my children. He hurt me. 
And so when thinking about that, I, 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 the email that I returned to him basically said, look, you've done this. And I, I didn't obviously name everything that he had done, but I, had, I gave him a list of things that he had done that, that had hurt people that I knew about. And I just said to him, you know, you've gone through life. You've got you, your entire existence on this planet. You've just kind of barreled through life, hurting people left and right. And I've never heard you apologize. I've never heard you take accountability for any of it. And until you're ready to apologize, we don't have anything else to say to each other. And then I never heard from my father again. He never spoke to me again. He never sent me another email. And from what I understand, he blames me for it because I asked him to apologize. So understanding that backstory, um, it took me a while it took me a long while to try to understand it, to try to make sense of it all. I, I, I couldn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand how he had arrived at the decisions that he had. I could never have done that. Now, you know, there, if, if it were me as a father and my son came and asked me for money, I, it would be easy for me to say, I don't have that money. I can't help you if that was the truth. But that would be the only way. And even if that was the case, I would say, like, let's do a bake sale. You know what? Like, let, let's go. I'll help whatever you need me to do. Let me help you. But I didn't get that from him. And so it hurt. It hurt a lot. And I I had to really come to grips with the fact that not only was my father incapable of apologizing, which is not a commendable trait, but he refused all accountability. And so I knew at that point in time that forgiveness was going to be an extremely difficult battle for me. And I didn't really want it. I didn't want to forgive him. I wanted to hold on to it for a while. And so I did. And it wasn't until I saw that he had, his actions hadn't just affected me immensely, but my children had seen what he had done. You know, they were firsthand observers of the way that he, I let them read the emails. They, they know what he did. They know the decisions he made. And it was then some years later when I saw the way that my, you know, he had kind of, he had hurt them immensely. And, and I was beginning to understand through their words and their eyes really uh, just how deep that hurt was. And that's when I realized that I couldn't hold on to it anymore. For my kids, I had to show them what it means to let go of that, that anger and that disappointment. And so I started to work on how I could forgive him. I, I spent a lot of time reading and trying to understand, um, different ways of like religious ways of looking at it. And I'm not a religious man, so it didn't, none of that really made sense to me. I didn't, I didn't find any answers there. And it wasn't until I, I reached a point of kind of just shrugging that I, I, I guess you could say I, I realized, or I, I had a, at a moment where I just, I just didn't care anymore. I, it just didn't hurt anymore. Um, 
I had thought about it. I had ruminated on it. I had spent, you know, I'd cried over it. I had spent hours and hours of my life going through the emotions and the pain. And I just reached the point where I just didn't care. Not, not that I didn't care about my father. I, I love my father. I do. Um, but it was, it was an understanding of, and we're going to go back to this, of his perspective of the whole thing that I think really did it. It took me a long time to understand his perspective. It took me a long time. I couldn't do it. And when I finally started to understand his perspective, I was like, okay, I get it. You know, he, his way of, his way of showing his love for me was to try to get me away from the thing that he saw was causing me pain. It was, it was hurting me to have my business fail. It was hurting me to struggle every month. And it was hurting me to surround myself with people that probably weren't very good for me just in an effort to try to keep this thing open. And I'm sure he saw some of that. I'm sure he did. And he, his way of handling it, his way of dealing with it, his way of talking to me, they were all wrong. But I think that his, he just wanted me to move on from it. He just, he just didn't see a, a, a positive future in it. And he just, in his own way, was trying to be protective he went about it in entirely the wrong way and ended up causing way more damage than he did good. But I think that it's easy to understand why a father or, or, or mother really could say, no, this is hurting you. I'm taking it away. You know, they do that when, when, when you're a kid, when they see that you're hurting somebody or somebody, or you're hurting yourself with something, they just take it away. You know, if you have a toy that keeps snapping your finger in it or something, they take that toy away because they don't want to hear you cry. And because, it's not good for you to sit there and hurt yourself over and over again just to play with that toy. And it sucks and it hurts and you cry and, you know, whatever. But they did the right thing. They took that thing that was hurting you away. And I, I really do believe that's what my father was doing. Once I made that realization, I was like, okay, I can I can forgive him now. I understand it. I don't agree with it. I couldn't do it. I would never have behaved the way he did. But I forgive him. And... I understand his perspective. Now, moving forward, well, people will ask, well, since you forgave him, why aren't you talking to him? Why don't you guys have a relationship? The reality is, is that I forgave him and I then had perspective to say, well, I am, I am a person who is trying to live by a certain principles. I am a principled man and I'm trying to live a life where I'm positive and loving and kind and considerate and I am capable of practicing forgiveness and the way that he behaved towards me the way, the, the choices that he made and the the words that he used are not emblematic of that way of living or that way of thinking I can't I can't very well support somebody that is willing to move through life hurting people I just can't do it and so you know the the bridge had already was already basically gone you know there was no bridge left to burn and so it just seemed better at that point in time to just even though I have forgiven him to just let it lie where it's at if my father ever reaches out to me if he ever goes through and you know really does want to apologize and 
even ask for forgiveness if he if he could be so bold, which I doubt he would. Um, then I I'm I'm more than willing. I'm more than capable of of moving beyond all of the pain that has been caused. But because I am a principled man and I can't support somebody who willingly hurts others, I'm not I'm not in a rush to try to mend that bridge. I'm not I'm not in a rush to bring somebody like that back into the fold in my life or my children's life or, you know, anyone. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and so the, the point, I guess, of this story and the reason why I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm telling this personal story is I wanted to show everybody that it is very much uh, a conscious decision and forgiveness doesn't have a timeline. Sometimes it'll take you 30 minutes. Sometimes it'll take you 30 years. But as long as you are moving towards that, it's, it is, it is something that will allow you to be free. It, it frees you of the burdens that people place on you. Now, here's the thing about forgiveness, and this is something that I really want to make sure is clear. For many people, forgiveness, to a certain degree, has a, uh, a physical attribute to it that a lot of people don't tend to think about. You know, when you're, when you're hurt and you're, you're, you're angry or whatever it may be, you feel that physically. It, it does affect you. Some people feel that in their throat. Some people feel it in their chest. Some people feel it, you know, you'll get headaches, whatever, but you do feel it. Forgiveness kind of works the same way. For me, especially, and and most people, when I when I've read these studies and things like that, it works the same way. Forgiveness, true forgiveness, starts in your heart. When you say to somebody, or you say to yourself, "I forgive them," you have to you have to feel it before you can rationalize it. It starts in your heart. You say, "I'm going to feel this way from now on." I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna let this anger and this pain seep into my everyday life because of what you've done. I'm not gonna give you that power anymore. I forgive you. I forgive you for me. Not, not for you necessarily. You can take it if you'd like, but for me. And then from that point in time, it really does become a matter of reinforcing that because anybody can say that once. Anybody can, you know, kind of give it lip service, if you will. But to then live your life every day, understanding that forgiveness, you have to rationalize it. You have to make it make sense. Why do you forgive them? Why does it matter? And sometimes you can even go so far as to be selfish with it. I forgive you because it makes my everyday life better. I'm able to get through life without thinking about you anymore and worrying about you and, you know, letting you hurt me. But also you you want to be able to reinforce it and say rationally and consciously i forgive you because of this because i understand where you're coming from i forgive you because of you know and as long as you're feeling it and you're not letting that 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 anger uh and that pain seep into you too much you will reach true forgiveness uh, reinhold neighbor said 
I can't, I, that's not how you say his name, Niebuhr, Niebuhr, uh, said, forgiveness is the final form of love, love, <laughs> love. Um, I'm still stuck on his name. Reinhold Niebuhr, Niebuhr, he's German. Um, forgiveness is the final form of love. And I, I believe that is true. I believe that when you truly love someone with all of your heart, that you have to be able to forgive them. I love my father. I have lots of very good memories of my father. And I know that to a certain degree he did his best throughout my childhood and things like that. And that's why I'm able to forgive him. Because that is truly the the ultimate show of my love. And that goes for other people in my life as well. People that very recently, and the ones that, you know, these stories that you hear me allude to and things like that, uh, these are people that have come into my life and I love them very, very much, dearly. And the pain that they've inflicted, the the hurt that I feel is fresh and visceral and uh, haunts me every day, even while I'm recording this. I'm thinking about it. And it hurts. That's why I've had to re-record the episode so many times. Because I can't get through it thinking about the pain. But I'm working on understanding the perspectives. I'm working on trying to grab my my mind and say, no, no, this is how it is. This is and, and, and really getting it in a position where that forgiveness is, is cemented. I feel it now. I've I've let go of a lot of it. Um, and let me tell you, this is, maybe this is not, uh, what I should say here, but I'm going to anyway. Um, I, I do believe that forgiveness is more difficult for men than it is for women. Women, women spurn, you know, as the, as the phrase goes, um, hell hath no fury, scorned, I should say, not spurned, uh, scorned. Uh, that's true. I mean, we all know that's true. You don't, once you hurt a woman like that, it's, you know, game over. But women, it takes a little bit more for them to feel that scorn, for them to feel like they, they're much more resilient. Uh, they're able to handle the emotional damage, probably because that's just the world that we grow up in, right? Like that's the world we live in is women, women get, are just dealt a hand where they have to deal with more um, that said, men are dealt a hand where they deal with the pain, but they do it alone. Even when they do it with people, they're alone. Men don't share that. And so where women kind of can mitigate the damage a little bit and therefore have a higher tolerance, men, men don't have that. And because of that, men don't forgive easily. Men have a really hard time forgiving. It is, it is incredibly difficult for a man that feels wronged to let that go. Um, and they, for the most part, men will never forget at all, ever. So it, it is a mark of the fact I'm, you know, I have all these quotes and it is a true mark of, of how great some of our historical figures are that you see all of these men with these quotes about forgiveness. And that should tell you something. These 
these people throughout history, this is what they've struggled with. This is the thing. You know, when you go and you look up love, there's it's like equal parts women, men. When you go and you look up honesty, it's equal parts women. But for, for men, forgiveness is elusive and extremely, extremely difficult. And that's why, as I sit here and tell you about, you know, my father and things like that, uh, as I as I said earlier in the episode, it's it being able to forgive makes me feel better. This is my father. He is he is someone who I should be able to look up to. Even now, at my ripe old age of forty eight, I should be able to look up at to my father as someone who's doing and saying things that are noble and that I appreciate. But I can't do that. He's not that person. But I am, in spite of what he's taught me. I am a noble man. I am somebody who can be trusted. And I am somebody who uh, believes in these concepts of compassion and love and honesty and forgiveness. And so I do hold a place in my mind that's a little bit higher than my father now because he doesn't have the ability to do those things, or at least he hasn't shown that ability. Someday I hope that he's able to level up, as they say. I hope that he's able to do that. And he's getting older, and you know, time doesn't stop for anyone. But when it comes to forgiveness and the ability to forgive, if you're listening to this, I want you to understand that if you can forgive, that makes you strong. It makes you, well, (laughs) here, I'll just use another quote. Gandhi said, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. It is so important to understand that when you forgive, it makes you stronger. It makes you better. And that is quantifiable at a certain level. The ability to forgive and to move past, and to really truly understand perspective, to understand emotion, that makes you stronger, that makes you better, that makes you more capable, that makes you able to move through this world in a way that even when you make mistakes, even when you do cause that pain, you understand, first of all, the the price of what you've done, the, like I said, the contrition that you must go through, you'll often at that point in time be the first one to say, I am so sorry. What can I do to make it up to you? What can I do to make this right? You'll be able to give true, honest, heartfelt apologies because you'll understand what forgiveness takes. It makes you a better person, and it's something that we all should be striving for at every Every time someone wrongs you, you should immediately begin processing the pain, understanding the hurt, and then working towards forgiveness. It will not come easily. It will not be something that you can do quickly. It is something that takes time and concerted effort and understanding. I think we're going to wrap it up here. I think we're, we're just about done. And honestly... I'm surprised I was able to somewhat hold it together through that, but I made it. So that's why we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I want to say one more thing about forgiveness before we do. 
and that is this. So please listen carefully. I forgive you. Whoever's listening to this, whoever happens upon it a year from now, two years from now, I forgive you. I don't know what you've done. Maybe I do know what you've done. Maybe you're somebody extremely close to me. Maybe you're just some person out there in Amsterdam listening to a podcast randomly. But I forgive you. I have that capability inside of me. I know what it takes. I know how hard it is. And I know that sometimes to forgive, we need to be forgiven. And so understand that that's what I'm giving you right now. I'm giving you my forgiveness for whatever it is you've done, even if you didn't wrong me personally. And I'm doing that because I'm feeling love in my heart. And that love translates into forgiveness. If you've hurt other people, if you're, you know, lonely and sad and hurt and the world seems like it's always out to get you, understand that your actions, your words, they they have caused harm and they will hurt more people. You need to understand what you're doing and you need to begin to feel grace and forgiveness. And so I want to tell you this. I forgive you. I don't care who you are. I don't know if that means anything, and maybe it doesn't. But I think that if we all can get in the habit of saying it to each other, the world may actually be a better place at some point in time. As we finish up this episode, I just wanted to give a little bit of news. I'm going to make a uh, a TikTok video about this as well. I think that starting now with this episode, this is episode 12, I think that what we're going to do is we're going to do a new episode every two weeks instead of every week. And the reasons for that are twofold. One, I don't have a large following here. Uh, we are only getting a couple dozen listens uh, every week. So uh, we're not, the, the, the podcast is moving slower than the TikTok channel is. And I want to be able to focus on branching out into the other social media. It's going to take a little bit of work on my part. And I, I want to be able to work on that. I want to get Instagram and YouTube going. And I want to get a bigger community. I want more people to find the podcast. And I don't want to burn through topics for a handful of people to listen to. I want I want people to be able to find the, the podcast and kind of grow with it. Um, and so we're going to we're going to tap the brakes a little bit about over you know the 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 quantity of of episodes and we're going to work on quality. I'm going to really focus on making sure that the topics are well fleshed out and that I'm able to like I said I'd really like to get to where I'm able to record the the episodes live and um get to where uh I can I can do kind of like I did this one. I I actually only stopped recording three times, three times in this episode. And that was just to clear my throat. So, um, I didn't want to do that into the microphone. So, um, uh, I, I'm pretty proud. I, I know that this, I kind of am rambling a little bit on this episode and I'm sorry for that. Uh, I will get better, but I really want to get to the point where I can just kind of record it all the way through so that people understand that I'm, you know, it's not this ultra polished thing. It's, it's really just me bearing my soul and talking about these topics that I think are important for um, growth individually and as 
you know, communities and things like that. So we're going to wrap it up there with that little bit of news. Um, I hope everybody understands. I, I, I know that there's, like I said, there's only a handful of people that listen to every episode. So we'll, we'll see, uh, if you have anything to say, you can always catch me on TikTok. Uh, there's also comments sections underneath most of the places that you find the podcast. So if you want to comment there, you can, um, I'm going to leave with one more quote because like I said before, this, this topic is one that is full of people, uh, and, and their, their, their outlook on it. But this one was just one that I found. I'd actually heard, I've actually heard him say this live. I, I, and, uh, it was just as funny then as it is now. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to pray every night for a new bicycle. Then I realized that the Lord doesn't work that way. So I stole one and asked him to forgive me. And that was Emo Phillips, who is hilarious. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this was a very difficult episode, and um, I know that I didn't go into a lot of detail about the uh, science aspects of it and things like that, but that's because it was it's just too much uh, emotionally, and I wanted to make sure I got through it. So we might do a forgiveness part two to get into some of the other aspects of the concept and really what happens on a neurological and physiological level because there is a lot there. But I don't want to have a two-hour podcast of just me rambling. So thank you again. Uh, I will talk to you very, very soon, and I appreciate you all. Take care. Thank you.